Welcome back, Vim Nation. I'm so glad you're here again today with me on another episode of this podcast. And I was contemplating on how I'm going to move forward with all of the things in my mind, right? There's so many things that I know inside of this entrepreneurial space, so many directions, so many possibilities. And yet, how do I share those with you without giving you shiny object syndrome, without saying, hey, do this particular thing or take me up on this particular uh, idea or thought process or concept or innovation if that's not where you're exactly at, right? That that was something that was sitting with me over the last week since this last episode. And truth be told, this episode probably dropped a little late because of that reason. I needed to understand how I was going to deliver this information to you so I didn't feel like I was just rambling or carrying on or or just talking for the sake of talking, right? That was something that was very important to me. Sharing what I know, sharing my journey, sharing my experiences, sharing what I, you know, challenge in this entrepreneurial space. That's not a problem. But at the same time, I don't want to give you, my dear listeners, an opportunity to think that this is the challenge for you if it's not the right place in your business. Because at the end of the day, while we talk leadership, we talk um, business, we talk strategy, we talk uh, innovation, we talk doing new things. When, When I consider that, there still needs to be a method to the the madness, right? There still needs to be a method to something. And I don't ever, ever, ever want to lead you down a path that is not a proper path for you at this point in time. You will know. I want you to trust your intuition. I want you to trust your inner guide. We will talk about some of those types of topics in future episodes. They, they are burning in my belly to bring this to you, but not yet. I wanted to bring a cool opportunity for you to find your place, your spot in this business journey for yourself. So I'm going to link at the bottom. Uh, It's a, a PDF. And I want you to download this PDF because this is exactly what I'm going to go through today. And then from there in future episodes, backing up to this one, then I'm going to actually segment each one of these out. You'll know what I'm talking about in just a minute, but I'm going to segment each one of these out in order to uh, dive further into topics and situations and scenarios and um, part of my learning journey in each one of these phases as well. Each one of these these um, stages of business is what I'm going to call it. So if I say phase, I'm trying not to use that word. I mean stage of business, right? There's no phases in this. This is stages of business and you move from one to the other. That being said, the the following episodes will dive into this, but, and, not just but, and, there is going to be an opportunity inside of all future episodes where I will reference back to this particular PDF or the stages inside of this PDF. So if I'm diving into something in an episode, you know, seven episodes from now, I will reference a good place to find yourself inside of that particular topic if you're in a particular stage. So if I'm giving you um, strategies or tips or or something that came to mind that I'm creating an episode over a topic that I'm building an episode on, 
if it doesn't pertain to stage one, but it pertains to stage three, I will highlight that and then I'll give you reference on how to apply that or work towards that from a stage one if you're not in the particular stage for it. It'll all make sense, I promise. Follow along with me on this. And there's going to be a future opportunity for us to dive further into this conversation because I've got something so cool coming up. I've alluded to it on my social media a little bit, haven't released it yet for you guys, but it's a way for you to be a part of the growth of this particular Femination community, this particular stages of entrepreneurial growth, all of those. Okay. So let's dive into the stages of a business journey. And I named these and you'll be able to follow along explicitly with this PDF once you download it, but I want you to hear them first. Okay. So stage one is a dreamer. Stage two is a newcomer. Stage three is a preparer. Stage four is an inventor. Stage five is a thriver. Now inside of each one of those stages, today I'm gonna to walk you through some of the bullet points inside of each one of those. In the next five episodes, I'm going to actually dive into each one specifically for that particular episode. Following along? All right, let's get going. Inside of the dreamer, this is the very baby stage of your business. This is really where you're starting out with this desire, with this transformation that you want to bring to the world, something about it, but you're new to this area, this topic, this stage of your business. You can have an existing business. You can have uh, existing clients, but if you are making a shift into a different segment of your business, there is an entire stage that you will have to go through. You do not get to skip steps just because you have done a business before. But the cool thing is you can probably go through them faster. You just will not be able to skip the steps because there's parts of this that you have to apply even to this new pivot or this new shift in your business or this new addition to your business. But Stage one dreamer feels unsure where to begin with this particular idea. And it could be you're pivoting out of um, one industry into another. It could be that you are shifting um, who you are to your clients. It could be you're shifting your clients. It could be shifting what you're, you're offering them. It could be that this is all brand new to you but you're unsure where to begin. And there is so much information out in this digital space, a tremendous amount of information in this digital space that it can be confusing. And you have to sift through everything and all the talking and all the marketing and all the pieces that go along with that in order to find what you feel resonates with you. And I promise you, you will find more that sounds good that then actually turns out to be beneficial for you. But that's okay because we can still learn in that part of the journey. That's okay. Don't worry about that. Just follow your intuition, follow your guide, follow your gut. When you are following someone and you want to learn from them, you choose to learn from them, then go ahead and follow them. It may not be the outcome or learning what you think you're going to learn, but that being said, you're going to be able to learn something, absolutely something, even if it boils down to, I've shared before that I didn't even know what it was I needed to learn, but I learned XYZ from this particular expert or so-called expert or non-expert for that matter. But I learned something. Every ounce of investment into myself in my business world has always been a level of, of learning something, even if it wasn't exactly what I set out to learn with that particular investment, right? That's okay. And I want you to get comfortable and used to that. Because you will need to invest in yourself and do not let people out there 
lend to you becoming jaded on what is possible to learn, even if it doesn't turn out right. That is part of the journey. That is part of growing. That is part of establishing your business in the direction that you need it to be because you are also learning, especially in stage one, this dreamer stage of how to lead yourself. What does this new normal look like for you? What does this business look like for you? What is helping others with whatever it is going to be look like for you? That's okay. So in, invite that investment and don't let it jade you on if you are going to be um, not completely fulfilled with what it is you thought you're going to be learning from that particular investment. Trust me, you learned something. Second part of Dreamer has tons of creative ideas. You, you will probably have a plethora of creative ideas that need support, that need support from something in order to create that bigger vision of your business. So you have this idea, you have these, these beautiful ways to put it together, but it's the bigger ideas taking it from here and sifting it down into a learning path, a learning opportunity. You have a desire to bring these creative thought processes and we live in the creator era. We live in this time where you can do so much with how to put it together, how to assemble it, how to deliver it, how to create it, what to create. You have so many creative ideas that sometimes you just know you need support in figuring out what path do you take to bridge it from here into an opportunity for others to learn from you with. That is okay. Recognize that that's the stage that you're in and that's fine. And none of these stages, I want to emphasize this, none of these stages are better than another. They're all stages that you will need to go through in your business building entrepreneurial journey. You cannot bypass a single one of these. So here's number three for Dreamer. Lacking confidence in the ability to create a successful business. You're going to doubt yourself. You're absolutely going to challenge your own thoughts on being able to pull this off. Whether you have a successful business and you're shifting or you're pivoting into something else, or whether or not you are starting this brand new and haven't been in this world, same place. You're going to doubt yourself. I doubted myself a million times over. I built a ton of things in the past that I never actually marketed and put out there because I doubted that it was necessary or needed. Funny thing is on this though, this specific PDF that I'm sharing with you, these stages of business actually was created four years ago. And I never never put it out there. I never did anything with it. It was back when I had my accounting business and I was like, what are the stages of the entrepreneurial journey? What are the stages of building a business? Because an entrepreneurial journey is building a business, whether you consider it a hobby or whether you're making six figures a year past on it, it's still a business and you have to treat it as such. Don't you agree? How can we have the freedom and the lifestyle and the desires that we are going through this, the lives that we want to impact, whether they're directly ours in our world or those that we wish to transform. How can we do that if we don't have some sort of business thought process behind it? This is not just a hobby. You can hustle for money. You can hustle for making a few bucks. You can hustle for uh, creating something 
But when you want to scale it, even past the, the early phase, even past the ideation phase, it becomes a business because in order to scale, you have to put certain things in place. So that lack of confidence is going to bubble up. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or business owner, or you're just starting this, it's going to, because the idea of taking something that is near and dear to you and creative and inspiring from your mind to a possibility to deliver it to people in your world that come across you is going to bring about some level of concern that it's not going to be able to be successful. I promise you it will be. Trust me when I say it can be because there's tenacity that comes with this, but also leading yourself. This is a phase where you will lead yourself again. You will learn more about yourself again. You will you will be able to bring this level of diving into overcoming these pieces for yourself that is going to help this propel into a more successful opportunity for those that are going to learn or work with you in the future. But it comes for everyone. And when you decide that you're going to let your creativity live and build something based off of what's possible, that lack of confidence shows up. Just identify it for what it is, know what it is, and then move on, press on, okay? Deal? All right, let's go to stage two. Stage two is our newcomer. You figure out what you want to be known for and what problem you solve. So you're going to take it from the dreamer stage, stage one, and you're going to realize, okay, this is the outcome that I'm going to deliver. This is what transformation is actually going to happen. This is me taking it from creative inspiration and idea to actually starting to move it out of my mind and into an opportunity to build that same bridge for others. So you start to recognize, you may not have it fully 100%, but you start to recognize the problem that you're going to solve with this part of your business. You understand why the process is important to niching down. And there are some of us that have broad niches, and there are some of us that have much more very focused niches. Two different people, two different possibilities, both exist. Do not let anyone out there tell you that you have to single niche down all the way to understanding what that is. Your job, your role, your leadership, and your best opportunity to be a successful business owner is going to be able to differentiate that what you are teaching them has its own stage itself, its own um, ideal client positioning. But maybe your overall has a much bigger positioning, but the offer that you create itself has its own niche. It's not that you only have a niche. Your offer itself has its own niche. And once we can separate the two, it becomes much more clear. And then you can live in that creative world. You can be that creative rebel that wants to continue to make cool things and turn them into part of your business that helps transform people or bridges a gap or fills a gap or even creates a possibility for an outcome for others. It doesn't limit you to one particular thing. And this will help build on your value ladder, your future offerings. It will help you to understand how those pieces work together because it's literally stages of your ideal client. It's stages of where they find themselves. 
It's stages of what help they need. Yes, deliver it all, give away everything, tell them all the pieces. But you know, as a leader, that there are some things that you needed now and some things that need to wait. Now, if everybody gave you what you would need to wait for now, such as why I broke down these podcasts and this podcast for you, and I really want to put them into stages, is because if I deliver something for a stage five thriver business person, that's not specifically helpful for you right now. It will have you deviating from your business journey. And so when, when you understand that you can create different elements, different inspired creative opportunities for someone to learn or to receive an outcome from you, then you realize that you can niche those. That's the difference. So as a newcomer in stage two, you start to understand that what it is that draws you the most right now and what you're creating, what you're passionate about, what you feel the most has its own niche, but it's not the only niche that you're going to have. That program, that outcome is its own niche specifically. So once we learn that, then we're going to be able to broaden our horizons later in future stages of our business. And we can come back and be creative again. We can live in this creative environment. We can um, provide opportunities to solve problems for people at various stages because we understand the concept is not in one niche only. It's in the outcome that you deliver in the program or the offer that you're creating. That has its own niche. That needs to be understood, but you will. We'll dive into that once I go into the further episodes with each one of these. I'll dive more into that there. But the third part for a newcomer is realizing you're capable of building a profitable source of income with a business. There's a light bulb shift moment where you're like, okay, now I see how this works together. Now I see how this comes together. Now I can be successful in building a business and you can take it as from a hobby, you start to see that transition of, okay, here we go. Here's the business. Here's what's possible. Here's what I'm creating. Here's how I'm going to do it. That is a realization that comes for stage two newcomers. That is something that pops up in that arena for you as you are starting to bring in the elements, bring in the pieces of this particular stage that you're no longer living in just the creative possibility in stage one dreamers. You're now looking at, I'm newcomer to this, but I see the seeds of my business. I see, I feel I'm starting to be inspired by the scalability and the possibility of what this brings to life. That's number two, stage two, newcomer. Let's go to stage three, prepare. Increasing your confidence is you begin to feel connected to who you solve a problem for. So remember as a stage two newcomer, we don't worry so much about niche your ideal client, but we are talking about the offer that you're creating at that point in time. Now here as a preparer, you start to understand who that is for. So now you understand the niche side of it. You understand what the outcome is going to create and the, the delivery of that outcome. Now we move that into this third stage where you become connected to the actual ideal client that is going to benefit from what you are creating, from this solution you're providing. You're solving a problem for them. You're solving a problem for him or her 
And when you do this, you start to connect with who it is. Now, I don't, I'm not going to build or create an ideal client avatar worksheet. It's not necessary because at this stage, you really understand that if you know the outcome that you're providing, then you're going to know who it's for and what stage of their journey working with you that it's going to be best positioned for. You begin to establish a strong know, like, and trust with your ideal client. So in this stage, your marketing efforts, your organic efforts, your conversations that you are having, how you're delivering this and where you're sharing this is going to be really positioned more towards that element because you cannot simultaneously launch multiple offers at the same time. You will confuse your audience. So as you're taking this on a linear business growth path, you're going to come from the creative aspect in dreamer stage one. You're going to move into the stage two newcomer and really know what the problem is that you stall. And then as you come into stage three as a preparer, you're connecting to who it's for. You're connecting to how that's going to matter for that particular person. And now in this stage, your marketing can come alive. Your conversation can come alive. It can be real. It can be, it can feel connected to you. Why? Because you're living and breathing and embodying that person where they are. Because you know what this is going to do. You did the groundwork for it getting to this point. So when you talk your organic marketing, and I do not want to see anybody at a stage three preparer to put ads out there. Don't do it yet. I made the mistake of doing it. It wasn't ready. It wasn't time. And you do end up just feeding the beast, right? You end up giving money to areas of, of the uh, interwebs. It's not necessary because you still can grow this business on organic marketing. We have a wonderful time right now where we can actually do it differently. We can actually get in front of audiences that we used to have to pay for. We can actually do that now without paying. But that's strategy, and I don't want to dive into strategy in this particular episode, so I'm going to save that for later. But come back to stage three, the prepare, and that is where I will dive a little bit more into strategy points for those. But for now, just know that this is where you start being connected to who it is, who you solve a problem for, because you know what you're going, the problem you're going to solve. Now, who is it that you solve it for? That's stage three, prepare. You begin to establish a strong know, like, and trust factor with them. Did I already say that one? I'm getting so buried inside of this, right? But if I didn't, let me dive into it again. You begin to establish a strong know, like, and trust factor with your ideal client. This is where your organic marketing, your conversation, your testing the water comes about. I do not want you going out there and giving a call to action. I do not want you to to talk about the possibilities of what this transformation is bringing you. What I want you to consider in this particular phase, in this particular part of the journey, in the preparer section of getting to know, like, and trust is your capacity to communicate. And I'm gonna say communicate instead of marketing right now. Because marketing has its place. It is in this stage. But if you are beginning the journey of communicating with this person who this is for, then you have to communicate somehow. And you cannot outsource that and pay someone to do it because it will never land. It will not transpire like you're hoping and dreaming it will, even if you pay a gazillion dollars. 
you have to understand that your uniqueness, your contribution, your communication, your conversation is what draws them to you for this solution. And as you work through that, as you find your voice in your communication style, there is consistency. There are elements that you can add to it. There is not a particular strategy that is better than another because right now, those are out the window. Those do not have to be followed to the T, not in this stage. You have to be good at communicating. You have to be good at understanding what lands. You have to be good at, at putting yourself out there and saying it. You have to get consistent with delivery of communication first before you can even assume what marketing looks like. Because in today's world, as of this recording, there is a completely different element to retention of attention. We don't have it like we had it three, four, five years ago, 10 years ago. It's not the same. So you have to be very unique, authentic, real, a person to be able to establish that no like, and trust. And that's going to come from you communicating to them. Test the water. Stage three, prepare last one is starts creating presence and visibility. That ties right in. You go right into communication. You need to be communicating. You already know the problem you solve. You've already figured out how you're going to deliver that. You've already gone through stage one and stage two. You know that you are starting to connect with your ideal client because you know her pain points. You know his pain points. And you're going to be able to bring them a solution. But you don't want to come out of the gate with a solution and say, here it is, buy my thing. DM me below or uh, drop this comment in below. Don't do it for those particular reasons. Get good at the art of communication. That's where you're going to make a difference. Let's move on to stage four, inventor. Once you get to this phase, you learn how to effectively use online tools and resources to create your core offer. Now we're taking the uh, creation from phase one, stage one. We're taking the the figuring it out and uh, taking it from your mind to an actual transformative platform in stage two. You're starting to connect with your ideal client in stage three. Now we're going to figure out how we expand it into the core offer because at this phase, you're gonna have iterations. You're going to have a creative element that has sent you in different directions, maybe in the search for honing in what outcome you're going to deliver. Maybe in the search for figuring out how you're communicating to your ideal client. You're going to pivot and shift this. So in stage four, now we come back to revisiting and we're going to dive into the specifics of that core offer and how best to deliver them in whatever space you are in. If it's a service that you're providing, if it's a, a digital offer that you're providing, if it's one-to-one, -one, if it's um, group, whatever that looks like, now we talk about that in stage four. Now you're going to invent the scalability of your business. This is where we're going to dive into how it's going to be scalable. We're future pacing the scalability of it in this stage. Prior to this stage, the first three, you don't have to be concerned with that. You don't have to worry about it. But in this stage, now we put it together in a business format. Now we start processing what tools to use, what tech stack to use, what deliverables are, are available out there, how to get it into the hands of your, your ideal client. And most importantly, 
you already know how to speak to them. So this now becomes a no brainer. And it's not that you have to turn around and, and, and broadcast to the world the delivery method of your core offer. It's how you house it. It doesn't matter how it's delivered. Your ideal client is going to be able to receive that outcome and to have that change based on you knowing what your core offer is. So let's go to the next one inside of Inventor. Impresses her audience with on-brand user experience. This is where you make it pretty. This is where you make it sexy. This is where you make it shine. This is where you bring branding elements together. I don't want to see you working on branding elements over in stage one. I want you to create that outcome. I want you to dream. I want you to build. I want you to work on it. I want you to test phases. I want you to test things. I want you to test, uh, see how people are delivering different various creative outlets. But this is where you bring it all together and your audience starts seeing what your brand is and your very specific, personable to you brand. That's the only thing that's going to separate you from anyone else that comes close to the transformation you're delivering. You. And so now all of these elements are going to come together for you so that you have consistency in your branding. This section does not happen overnight. This section is not going to be an opportunity for you to understand or fully utilize if you are back at the stage one level. It's just not. So don't waste your time there. Don't spin your wheels there. I know it's so fun to be in that world, to come up with your color palette and come up with your, your um, signature, come up with your logo, all of those things. Yes, those are valuable and they can be part of the creative element. But when you're working on them in the creative element, know that they're going to shift because once you have an idea, once you have been out there communicating to your ideal client for a period of time, you will start to see what that consistent branding looks like. You're going to start to see what, what tech stack, what tools, what uh, delivery methods, what colors, what um, vibe that you bring to the table. This is where you put it together because you have the offer. Now put the branding together. Don't put the cart before the horse. And you start to generate steady stream of client inquiries from potential ideal clients. This is a big one in this phase because when you're in stage three, you're going to have a lot of people that are coming to you that maybe aren't your ideal client. Some of them you'll work with to make ends meet or make a few extra bucks, but knowing that they're not your ideal client. Some of them you won't work with because they're just not a fit. You're also going to be able to have more of your ideal clients for the offer that you're presenting them show up and say, this is the thing. I hear you. I can see you. I can feel you. I know that what you're delivering is with integrity. And this is the person I want to learn it from. That is stage four, the inventor. You're inventing the, the road for you to be able to scale what you now have as a business. Now let's hop into stage five, the thriver. Guys, this is where we scale. And I didn't use the word scale because it's not exactly the word I want to put in there. You're thriving. You're doing the things that you wanted to do. And this is where you build out. And then you can come back and circle around with a new creative endeavor. You can come back and circle around with a new way to position it. You can come back and circle around to a new level on your value ladder that you add them. But not until you get to this stage. Not until you've got this core offer that you honed in on in stage four with the inventor. But now you're able to take that and move past it. Now you can outsource to people that can do 
pieces of it for you. Now you can put it on autopilot. Now you know what to expect. And this is where you start to have a steady stream of clients. People buy your offer. People request your services. People buy time with you or invest in time with you. This is where you have a steady stream of those clients that are ideal for the offer that you created. This is also where you're confident. Knowing your client path is scalable and duplicatable, replicatable. This is where you are confident with the moment that you can put it together, put it out there, communicate it, and now you can divide it and build from there. This is where you start seeing that the foundation has been created, and this is where you can create scalability. You cannot scale prior to this level. You just can't because there's so many pieces that have to be involved in the other levels that that stops you from being able to scale. So you cannot thrive in that scalable world and come back and reinvent new things until you understand that you've got steady income coming in and steady is relative. When we dive into this one in a particular podcast episode in the future, when I dive into the Thriver Stage 5, scalability and the income you generate is going to be different for everyone. There's no one cookie cutter way to do that, but we can dive into what that looks like for you then. And then the last part of Thriver is she's scaling her business with steady cash. You hit milestones of first $1,000 week, first $5,000 month, first $10,000 month. And you don't have them as one-offs anymore because if you do, that little bit of uncertainty is going to creep in and it's going to have you living with a nagging feeling that maybe that was a one-off when it's not necessarily a one-off. What it is, is that there's not consistency with it. This is where scalability lives with consistency. And then you can step away and live in that creative zone again and start over or add on. So doesn't that make so much sense? Doesn't it make sense to be able to have the particular stages to know where you fall in the stages? And as I move, actually, I'll say not and as I move, I should pause that for a minute. As I move forward with diving into each one of these specifically, I'm going to be able to give you pointers. I'm going to be able to give you lessons. I'm going to be able to specifically talk to that very stage of business building. But also, more importantly, you can find yourself in it. You can find yourself in parts of these. And if you do find yourself in multiple parts of these stages of business, your business journey, then you can rein some of them back and go back to a, a moment that is something that you know in, instinctively, internally, that needs to be worked on, that you need to dive further into. Also, from that point in the podcast, I'm going to share what stage things fall into. So there are there are many ideas, many topics, many things that I read. Oh, I shouldn't say things again. Many pieces of content or or spaces in in where the evolution of this industry is going that I'm invested in time-wise that I want to call attention to them so that we can do it differently and we can do it better, but I will say what stage that is far. I will say where you can find yourself with it. And I don't want you to chase shiny objects. I want you to be able to follow through with where you are today and get good at making that stage passable so you can continue to move yourself forward. There's no timeline for this, guys. The timeline is yours, 
but you will need to go through all five of these stages in order to build a business or to turn your hobby into a business or to be able to have consistent income or to be able to trust and know how to evolve into this digital entrepreneurial space, whether it's providing a service, whether it's providing high ticket offers, one-to-ones, group models, um, individual opportunities, or if you just wanna be a constant creator, kind of like myself, I love that creative role, but being able to build that and know how it fits into the bigger picture, all of these stages have to be met. But isn't it exciting to be able to have this world? Isn't it exciting to be able to know that there is a process that you can find yourself in? What I would love the most from you is to give me some feedback on what stage you think you might be falling into, even though you haven't heard the depths of each of the stages yet. Tell me how this landed for you. As with any creator, comments, um, likes, shares, engagement in general is the most rewarding aspect of creating anything for you, for me, for all of us in this digital world, because the conversation is where it lives. This podcast is alive because I want to be with you on this journey. This podcast is alive because I want to be a part of this journey with you. And if you're listening, then clearly you are on this journey. So until next time, always, always keep moving forward and you will see the progress in the end.